Welcome to the Modern Homesteading Podcast. We have allowed ourselves to become so disconnected and ignorant about something that is as intimate as the food that we eat. Be prepared to grow your own for victory. I'm said I need somebody strong enough to clear trees and heave bales, yet gentle enough to yean lambs and wean pigs and tend the pink foamed pullets who will stop his mower for an hour to splint the broken leg of a meadowlark. So God made a farmer. Hello and welcome back to the Modern Homesteading Podcast. I'm your host, Harold Thornbro from smalltownhomestead.com, and it's day eight of our 30 Days of Homesteading Q&A, where I've reached out to some of the best bloggers and podcasters in the homesteading space to answer your questions about homesteading. We're plugging right along with this. We'll just jump right into another uh, great question and answer. Today's question is, I'm considering getting a dairy goat. What breeds should I be looking at for the best quality milk? And answering today's question is is Lisa from BetterHensAndGardens.com with a great answer for you. Lisa, what do you say? Hi, I'm Lisa from the blog Better Hens and Gardens, and I live on Bramblestone Farm where we have a small herd of dairy goats that produce terrific quality milk. The question is, I'm considering getting a dairy goat. What breeds should I be looking at for the best quality milk? I researched that question for quite a while before deciding on which goat breed we would get for our farm, so I hope I can help you with some answers. We've been on our homestead for over 10 years now and have been very happy with our choices. Goat milk differs from cow milk in that it's naturally homogenized, meaning the fat particles are much smaller and evenly distributed throughout the milk. So it's not easy to get whole goat milk versus 2% goat milk like in the cow milk world. You essentially get whole goat milk and the quality of the goat milk depends on what the breed of goat you're milking produces. So you choose the breed that produces what you like or want. There are seven main breeds of dairy goats commonly recognized in the U.S., and they each produce milk with a typical butterfat and protein percentage for their breed. The breeds that produce milk with a higher butterfat and protein content are typically considered to produce milk that tastes sweeter and creamier and converts into higher amounts of goat milk products like cheese or yogurt. The breeds that produce milk with lower butterfat and protein content tend to produce more milk, but it's generally more watery in flavor and doesn't convert into as much when producing goat milk products. A couple of the alpine breeds are also known for possibly having rather strong tasting milk. Apparently that's the way they like it over there. So it's always a good idea to check to make sure you like the taste of the milk from any goat before you buy it. So it really comes down to whether you like the richer tasting milk and how big of an animal you'd like to own. The breed that produces the highest butterfat and protein content is the Nigerian Dwarf, with an average butterfat content of 6.1% and protein of 4.4%. Next are the Nubians, with averages of 4.6% for butterfat and 3.7% for protein. The La Manches, with 3.9% and 3.1%. The Oberhasis, with 3.5% and 2.9%. The Alpines, with 3.3% and 2.8%. The Sonnens with 3.2 and 2.8, and finally the Toggenbergs with 3.0 and 2.7%. These percentages are based on numbers from the American Dairy Goat Association. Uh, The Nigerians produce the sweetest tasting milk, but they're also smaller, and a Nigerian doe will typically produce around 100 gallons of milk in a year. 
versus the other breeds which are full size and will produce around 250 gallons in a year. However, goats are herd creatures and you really can't have just one. They need a companion. So many folks interested in getting goats today are going with a couple of the smaller Nigerians because they have such wonderful tasting milk and because they're easier to handle, house, and feed. The Nigerians can also be bred year-round, unlike the standard side breeds, which can typically only be bred in the fall. So by staggering breeding, some Nigerian owners keep up a continuous milk supply throughout the year. By the way, I may be slightly biased. Nigerians are the breed we chose. In terms of popularity in the U.S., according to DGA numbers, the Nubians are the most popular, followed by the Nigerians, Alpines, La Manchans, Sanans, Tagenbergs, and Oberhasi. An interesting statistic on goat ownership in the United States is that while dairy goat breed registrations have remained constant or increased slightly over the last 10 years for the full-size breeds, Nigerian dwarf numbers have taken off. In 2005, the first Nigerians were allowed in ADGA and 1,612 were registered, while in 2014, over 10,000 were registered. Whether you're interested in one of the full-size breeds or the dwarves, it's important to taste the milk, preferably from the goats you're considering before you buy. Goats live quite a long time, so it's a significant commitment. You don't want to be disappointed in the quality of their milk. It's also a very good idea to purchase dairy goats from breeders who are willing to supply proof their herds are disease-free. There are five deadly diseases that goats can get, and you don't want to start your herd or bring in a goat from a diseased herd. It can be devastating to have one goat contract one of these diseases and spread it through your herd. I hope this helps. You can find more information on dairy goats at my blog, Better Hens and Gardens, under the goat category, and I have the first book in a series on Nigerian dwarf goats called Nigerian Dwarf Goats 101 Background and Basics that will be available for sale soon. Wow, that was a that was a lot of great information, Lisa. Thank you for that. If uh, if that doesn't uh, help you to choose the right dairy goat for your homestead, I'm not so sure you can be helped. That's a lot of great information right there. Thank you again, Lisa, for that. If you want to check out her website, that's betterhensandgardens.com, and I'll have a link to that and her social media pages in the show notes. I grew up with goats. Uh, when when questions like that come in, I often think back, you know, that you know maybe I can answer a good goat question. I grew up with goats. We had goats for several years when I was a kid, you know, and and grew up around them. And and uh, but you know, I <laughs> I'll tell you the thing I remember most about goats is they're really hard to keep pinned in, and um, and when they get out. Uh, they will try to get on the school bus with you. And so that's what I remember about goats the most. <laughs> so Lisa, thank you for that. You've nearly inspired me to be a fan of raising goats again. <laughs> if uh, you want to check out the show notes for this episode, go to smalltownhomestead.com slash dairy goats. Hey, make sure you join us in a couple days again as we bring you another great question and answer. And until then, happy homesteading. Thanks for listening. To see the show notes for this podcast or listen to other podcast episodes, go to smalltownhomestead.com. There you can also read our blog, connect with us on Facebook, Twitter, and Google+, and take advantage of the many resources we make available to help you along in your homesteading journey. Please share this podcast and help us to carry out our mission of helping others to homestead today for a better tomorrow.